have a secret, don't laugh. I don't like that. I hate right. that. Well, that makes sense. Oh, fuck, dude. I can tell how wet you are. Fucking, you're hustling. Please don't steal my stuff. See things, see your psychic. What you, what, are you fucking, are you walking in here with fucking wet cancer parts on your head? I was just gonna say, I think the not south, but uh, in the middle center thing. <laughs> So you might only stings as a family called vacations. Literally, <laughs> white people is crazy. That's exactly. There's no other thought that could be going through her head but that. Fifty something, sure. White woman who definitely is gonna get a hand job. That's how I gave up fast food. I ate Taco Bell two nights in a row. That's really good audio. Realizes that was hysterical. People love heavy calls in the mics. Have a good day, whore. I literally give the, the, the bus driver like twenty dollars. I'm like, here's twenty dollars for my white guilt. Anyway, break it down. No, I'm honestly curious. Break that down. That makes sense. Not dance. Explain. <laughs> After dinner, Hello. Hey, does it look like I'm in Wuhan, China? Uh, it doesn't look like anything because you blocked your what camera. <laughs> Fuck! I put a virtual background in there. Oh, hold on. Here we go. Start video. Cannot start video. Failed to start the video camera. Please select another video camera in settings. Oh, I got to set that shit up real quick. Hold on a second. <laughs> All right. I usually block it so people can't, like, uh, people can't access my video camera over the web or whatever. Right, right. I don't want people seeing me jerk off or anything. But, yeah, I put a virtual background in the bear, and I put Wuhan, China, so, you know, I could be on location. <laughs> I didn't fucking do anything for it. <laughs> That was a waste of my time. So anyway, welcome to episode 103. Oh shit, Did, are you recording already? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it records automatically. <laughs> what, a, what a nice intro. I mean, I'll delete all the other shit. This, well, I mean, it's, it's appropriate because everything else in the world is fucked up right now. Why wouldn't our introduction be? Oh, it doesn't even say I'm on Zoom anymore. What the fuck is going on? Hold on a second, man. It says join a meeting. Sign in or join a meeting. What is going on with this moment? You're in there the you are. I see you. I see you. Hold on. Wait, you didn't see me this whole time? Well, no, I minimized you for a minute. Oh. Oh, now you're really minimized. Okay, now you're bigger. No, I'm here. It says, and it looks like my video is recording. Anyway, let's go. Fuck it. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So uh, we're doing this episode remotely. We're not in the same place. Because <clears throat> uh, we're all fucking under quarantine in Pennsylvania. <laughs> And New Jersey and New York, and no one is allowed to leave their homes after 8 p.m. Actually, I thought it was 9 o'clock in, like, Pennsylvania, so I have, like, 20 more minutes of freedom that I'm fucking wasting right now, sitting here jerking off on the internet, but um, I wasn't going to do anything anyway, so. I'm pretty sure it's actually 8. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's 8, like, in all of the East Coast states. Oh, I know it was, like, it's been spreading all over the place. Like, it started with, like, California and then New York and Chicago, Illinois, whatever. Yeah, it's kind of uh, it's kind of wild. I've had an interesting uh, week, I guess, because of all this shit. Actually, I came, I, like, I came back from, I was kind of worried. I, so I, I went to, to Mexico. Like, I know we were talking about this recently. And right. um, I was really getting a little anxious. Like, I was kind of on edge reading the news, like, the day that we were getting ready to leave. Um, the news was not really very kind to foreign travelers so i was starting to worry like we're gonna re- meet some resistance at the uh, at the airport right we, fu- we fucking walked in there like they we met um the uh the customs agent was a computer was like a little computer with a, a scanner that you could scan your passport in and you answer like five questions you scan your passport in it takes a picture of you it prints out a receipt 
and then you walk like down this long corridor until you get to like the exit where there's a, a single gentleman standing there with a, a paper stamp and he he's like has a line of people and he's just looking at you and like stamping your thing as long as your face matched the receipt slip yeah. that, that was the that was the extent of getting into the united states like mm. we walked in we had some guy stamp our paper one time who didn't give a fuck and was looking at this like 240 by 240 picks a uh, little like grainy resolution photo of us so i don't know i don't really feel like i don't feel like uh, very comforted by by the fact that like our country is keeping keeping the airport was, with that, was that here or was that in mexico that was in philadelphia oh really yeah we i had... mean i guess they just i whoa did you hear that no oh that was weird um I mean, maybe they just assumed since you already got through customs, you're safe. They kind of do. They kind of just assume that if you've already been through customs, you're good to go. No, no, but customs was just a, a computer screen. Customs was just a computer. Like, there was no actual person. Like, they passed out of, like, a slip on the on the plane for us to fill out, which the plane actually was, like, the plane was, like, two-thirds empty, man. It was really weird. I've never flown on a plane that had a single, like, seat free, let alone more than half of them. It was really eerie. Like, we had all the all the space in the world to be on that plane that day. Right, right. Um, yeah, th- so we got back into the country, and and immediately after following this like this beautiful fucking vacation in paradise, I was met with uh, met with like a week of of anxiety and and fear mongering and like craziness and people just losing their shit and fucking yeah, it's just weirdness, man. Yeah, I I definitely started on the side of this whole thing is probably fucking bullshit and fear mongering, but like now it, it seems to be. Uh, Seems pretty fucking serious. Yeah, yeah. I was just reading this thing that says like Italy, like Italy, kind of got it right. Italy uh, locked every the whole country down, and that's the only way they were able to like start being able to contain it. I guess. Well, even with that, they had like over ten thousand deaths or some shit. Yeah, they're the they're the most they're leading the world in that shit right now. So well, they also have like the oldest population because their people live the longest, so they have the oldest population. Uh, I hadn't thought about that. When you're old and your immune system's weak, they just. Uh, you know they're they're kind of fucked. You know I had this like really uh, I don't know if it's well, I don't know how to feel about this thought, but two or three days ago I'm thinking like this is how social the social security system gets saved, right? Like social security benefits and stuff. It's just fucking we plague the, the plague the fucking world and wipe out all of the old people, and we just we get to keep our fucking shit now. Like the whole, the whole concern was like social security system and the the government funds will be like drained by the time we get have access to it, right? But now. They're wipe, we're going to wipe out all of the senior citizens in this world, which, for what it's worth, I mean, my grandparents are all already passed away. So, like, my parents are the oldest people I really know. Um, yeah, man, I think we're going to be okay now. The yeah, purge, I is, mean, purge is going to work. I, Plague, I actually. I don't, know, I don't know if that's going to make us okay, but, <laughs> you know. <clears throat> Did you hear, um, I don't want to drain on this whole episode necessarily with, like, talking about this plague or whatever but have you heard that the mike pence's uh like mike pence has somebody who works in his office who was like who was inflected with it now no but it's not surprising i mean it's a fucking disaster like the whole situation i don't i don't know what the hell else there is to talk about i've literally dealt with this all week like every fucking waking hour of every day i've been dealing with this specifically like especially in my line of work and we're being like required to stay open and uh oh are you because we're considered an essential service that's wild that's actually really wild and hilarious to me well it's the affordability right because there are people who like go out to eat fast food that don't don't buy groceries it's actually more cost effective for them to buy fast food 
yeah. twice a day than it is for them to go grocery shopping. So they do. So we're considered an essential service. And it's the first time like ever since switching sides of the industry from like upscale stuff to fast food that I've ever been fucking grateful to be in it because I wouldn't have a job if I worked in fine dining still. Yeah. Uh, Philadelphia went to, to take out only like a week ago. Yep. Yeah. And even yeah. then, like they went to take out only and all the restaurants basically just ran their inventory down. They like switched to takeout programs and like were selling pickup and takeout. But once their walk-ins ran out, they stopped selling because the suppliers aren't delivering food anymore. Yeah, so, actually, no, yeah. Um, I do this, I think I told you before, I do this thing for like Philly Food Rescue, this place where you like go around and pick up like leftover food from like the day or the previous day before that they can, they can no longer sell and right. give to like people that are, you know, in need or whatever. So uh, everybody else is pretty much ground to a halt this week, except for me, because I do the snap kitchen and the snap kitchen like stays, the snap kitchen is going to stay open. They're just like, uh, like uh, takeout meals basically. Right. So yeah, mine is like the only one that's still active at this point. One of the only ones, I should say. It's kind of weird. Yeah, um, there was one restaurant, Kalaya, who took uh, all of the other restaurants like leftover food and just oh, cooked, yeah. cooked meals for everyone, like all the servers and bartenders who lost their jobs and can't support themselves. So they've been like using other people's food to make food for people who can't afford it because they're all getting laid off. That's cool. I read, actually, I read something like that in uh, California. I was just reading this article on like what it's like to be in California the, a day after the lockdown. And they said there was, a, there was like a similar restaurant that was doing that. Like they, they took all the food from like basically anybody that didn't want to stay open or, or remain, you know, operating or whatever yeah. and started using it to feed the, the, um, the community of, of waiters and waitresses and the staff and stuff like that. See, the thing is, it's not really a lockdown, is it? No, it's not. Well, it's it's a uh, it depends on what state you're in actually I think, like um, there's different there's different like the the enforcement comes down to the state so like how you go about handling yeah, the so. lockdown is like what kind of where you live I guess really. like you can get I think in New York it's like civil fines civil fines for for individuals and um, and mandatory like closures and and fines for businesses I guess. So, like, they're not going to arrest anybody, but they will fine you if you're out in the streets and shit like that in New York. Yeah. I don't know what it's like for the rest of anywhere else, honestly. Yeah, I mean, we have all our restaurants in New York open, and people are going to them, and uh, it's it's business as usual. I mean, we're not even slower. I'm uh, My business is staying open. As long as the post office is staying open, I'm staying open. But I'm, I'm meeting all kinds of, like, resistance with my suppliers, like, from California and from China. They're, like... Uh, they're the ones running into walls. So now I'm hitting a wall. Right. Running, right. running out of shit. So. Yeah. What do you do in that situation? Uh, right now, I just have a backlog of orders. Um, I have like 25 orders sitting on my desk right now. I don't oh. know if you, you can see a pile of them. Well, you can't see anything, can you? No. no. Never mind. <laughs> Fucking forget that. Yeah. No. Um, I'm just kind of like, I just reached out to the customers and I, I let them know the situation and give them the, op- the option to like cancel their transactions and get, a, get their money back. And pretty much nobody is taking me up on it. Everybody is just kind of sitting tight. So it's yeah, because they need something to calm them the fuck down right now. <laughs> yeah, well, and there's also, I mean, like the alternatives are people that are in the exact same situation as myself, who, who, uh, let me turn that off. Who, um, who have the same problems as me. So it's like an industry wide. I'm guessing it's an industry wide thing. Right. Can, right. Yeah. 
Yeah, so uh, so fucking Mexico, man. Mexico seems like it was like two years ago at this point for me now, man. Yeah. So what what was Mexico like? <laughs> it was it was great actually. It was uh, we didn't really do a touristy trip. Like we went and we did like a really kind of like off the books. Like we did Airbnbs and um, we went and stayed in like like not like we actually we did spend two nights in Cancun. But um, beyond that, we stayed in like little towns or like little areas. We right. saw the Maya, we saw like the Mayan temples and shit. Um, uh, we went and saw a shaman, which was honestly it was for me it was a little bit disappointing because right. All right, I wanted to know about this, so get t- tell me this story. Okay, so um, so the night that we get to Mexico, is, we're sp- is it me or does this feel oddly more professional right now for some fucking reason? <laughs> Well, I don't know. You're looking at a black screen. I can see you like on the on the monitor. So like, yeah, yeah it does feel a little professional though. Um, so we're so we're, we get to Mexico on Friday, and that evening, like a few hours after we get there, we're supposed to go into the the jungle to meet this shaman guy, right? Because that was the only time that we could have the uh, the that he was available at that point. Um, so we get in there, and the person who whose Airbnb we used first gave improper directions to get to the location. And they had their old address in the in the Google Maps, like in the Maps thing when you pulled it up. So we, we wound up like 45 minutes away from where we were supposed to be and everything got pushed back. So we couldn't meet the guy on time Friday. And we we're like, we have like limited cell phone coverage and we're trying to like res- we're get in touch with them and like, you know, situate something. So uh, what ended up happening was we went the next day, which we were supposed to do like a, a private um, a private ceremony. Instead, we went with a group like of six, six or seven strangers, I think, plus us. So um, so we're like waiting out by by the place at like four o'clock. They're supposed to come pick us up, right? right. And they uh, just like a, a a taxi bus, like a giant taxi bus, comes and like picks us up, and it has like like five guys and two or three girls and us and the the driver and the shaman guy, and um and he's like, okay, you're the last ones. Like, let's go. We're we're gonna we're we're ready to go now. So we proceed down this like long windy road down past this like state public you know public beach or whatever, and right. um. And we go into this public park and we go all the way in through the back and like we I mean we were going for like a good 45 50 minutes away from where we were and right. we finally stop and he's like okay we're here and here is just like it's like literally the middle of nowhere it's a dirt road in the middle of the jungle like there's he drove past it by accident I guess he drove past the spot I guess there's there was a marker I missed right. but um, he drove past it and he had to like circle back around because all there is is fucking trees man like there's nothing out there so we find this little path um, and he, the driver lets us out and just goes like he leaves and it's like the 10 of us or eight of us, whatever there, I guess. Right. We just started like trekking into the jungle, like following this guy, which was kind of cool. Like I, my, my hopes were really high at this point. I thought like, this is like legitimate. This is going to be awesome. And, um, and it was for some people, it really was. So, so like, okay. Uh, the ceremony consisted of, um, every actually everybody was given like mats and blankets and like things to to comfort them bottles of water uh like some some like tissue paper because everybody is expected to, to like purge which is to throw up or vomit you know right and uh, and like a garbage bag so everybody has their own like little pile of supplies and stuff and he starts going over like the history of of ayahuasca he's like telling you what it is and he's he's telling you how it was used and how it's used in like it's still used in modern day and through various tribes have different interpretations of it and various tribes consume it differently and it's like a, it means different things to different people but at the bottom at the end of the day it's like a very spiritual and very um profound and personal experience for everybody like it's a very unique thing that these people like most of these tribes that they use it like the mayans and all these people are like like you know very uh um passionate about us and say i guess 
So right. he does all this stuff, and then he uh, he he starts preparing like the brew, which is like the ayahuasca root um, brewed or like cooked into some water and like ground down with a uh, like I think it's like an alkaloid that activates it and then mixed together, which is fucking. I don't know. So, um, so he goes around and he passes it all out, and we we drink. We each drink like our cup, and then he goes to the next person. We drink the cup, and it tasted god awful, man. And after we drink the first cup, he starts like doing chanting and stuff, and we just kind of sit there and we're overlooking. I didn't mention this. So, in the middle of the jungle, uh, on the other side of the end of this little path that we took, like about a mi- half mile to three quarters of a mile in, right. is is the ocean. So we're like we park, and like right in front of us is like a maybe like. 50 feet of woods of like the rest of the jungle and then the ocean like it just drops off and goes down into like pristine fucking blue ocean like blue water clean sand like nothing no no people no nothing around and um he's chanting and stuff and we he comes around and he passes out a second cup and we're informed that like the the process could take anywhere from like 15 minutes to like two uh, two and a half hours for it to start kicking in right so we had like we had all the time in the world and we're just kind of hanging out nobody's really everybody's just kind of like doing their own thing and like being peaceful and like just taking in the surroundings and waiting for it to happen i guess right and um and i it seemed like i was doing my own thing and like waiting for things to happen a lot longer than everybody else because i'm just sitting there like you know like twiddling my thumbs like looking at the ocean and getting ready to go down in the water and stuff and uh some of the people started throwing up and shit like very audibly very distinctly puking all over the place and um once you start purging it's the uh the psychedelic effects are supposed to to be kicking in at that point i guess right so the the idea is that like the way that these people look at it is that it's a it's a it's a cleansing route like you you drink it and then it takes all of the the spirits or the evil like the bad shit in your body the toxins the evil spirits whatever whatever you know it's different things of different tribes again and it uh it expels them from your system and it allows you to start anew and um it, the psychedelic part is supposed to be like purging your your brain your mental health kind of so um so yeah so i have my second cup and i'm just sitting around and he's chanting and it's like getting a little cold out because like the sun's getting ready to set and uh at, at this point like everybody has gotten up and, and puked at some point but me like i'm just kind of sitting there by myself and my stomach felt like i had like a rock in it like a giant rock like i had to take a shit somewhere but i but I knew I didn't have to because I, <laughs> I made sure to clear my bowels out very, very well before this, right? Okay. And uh, and actually, there's a there's a whole there's a week long diet you're supposed to adhere to in advance of this, which which I did for the most part adhere to the diet. Like I didn't eat meat, I didn't uh, eat poultry or fish, and I actually cut out dairy for like the last two days. I went with like almond milk and shit. Okay. So uh, so my my gut wasn't really like didn't need to expel anything really, and um. He comes around at some point and he gives me a third cup, which I'm guessing is because I haven't puked yet. And uh, I start to feel like, start to feel a little different. Like my head starts feeling kind of like light. And, um, and I started looking at things a little bit differently, like internally, like I started internalizing a lot of stuff, but nothing ever profound ever really happened to me. Like I saw a couple trails when I moved my hand in front of my face. Um, that was about the extent of my like hallucinogenics uh, side of it. Right. And I just felt like I had this like giant rock in my stomach the entire time. Wait, so and, you, uh, like, it, it basically just made you feel shit and like that was the extent of it. Yeah, for me, yeah. But but I, I seem to be the only one. Like I seem to be the only one. So everybody else is like, like, like people, some people went into real detail about what they experienced or whatever. And one guy was talking about like, vomiting like neon snakes or like like vomiting yeah that's uh, common people talk about that a lot yeah like just like seeing neon puke like come out of his mouth but like as animals and as fish and as like all kinds of different stuff 
Amanda was like talking to the trees, like the girl I went with, she was like talking to the trees and the trees were talking back to her. And she was like at one with nature and nature was like guiding her through all these things. And this other girl was like, this other girl was there for like to kick like addiction and stuff. Like she was like, a, she didn't say for what, but she was like trying to get rid of some addictions, I guess. And she said she felt like this, like this new refreshed feeling. And she, she felt like a different person. She felt like she could go home and she didn't feel like she was going to fall into the same old traps and shit. Like everybody had this, like this kind of like a genuine experience. But me, I just kind of, I kind of fucking like sat there for like, I don't like six hours, man, in, in the middle of the jungle. Uh, just kind of like waiting for something to happen. And all that ever right. happened was like a giant lump in my stomach. And, uh, and it started to get dark and it started to get cold. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? And um, I don't know. I mean, like, I would say that I like, I got like, if it was like the street, like on the corner, I would say like I got beat for the drugs that I took or whatever, right? Right. But, like the guy, that's, the shaman guy didn't look at it as a drug, A. And B, um, everybody else drank the exact same brew that I did. Uh, and it tasted, it tasted horribly foul. So like, I just don't know. Like he said, there's a, it doesn't work on, there's like a minute part, like percentage of the population, which it doesn't work on. Um, I don't know if I fall into that category or what, but it was, it was overall, it was actually, it was, I mean, it was a good time. Like, except for the pain in my stomach, I really enjoyed being in the jungle. Like where we were was fucking beautiful. Like I've never been in such a serene like location in my life, like just fucking gorgeous shit all around me. So I can't, it's really difficult to complain about it. Um, but like I didn't, I didn't get any of the desired experience whatsoever. It was a, uh, it was kind of a letdown, a four hundred dollar let, fucking letdown. Do you feel like maybe your tolerance to that type of experience is so high that? No, 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 no. He asked us like, who has experience doing psychedelics? And I told him I've done like mushrooms, like maybe like a dozen times or so in my life. And uh, and this other guy who was like a, he was a war vet who was trying to get over like PTSD and shit. He's been doing mushrooms like he's been microdosing mushrooms every day for the last two years. He said, like taking mushrooms every single day, and he had like a hell of a fucking time. It looked like so. Right. I don't, I don't really think it was that, and I, I have no other experience with anything like harder or like anything like that. So, I don't really know. I mean, like they, they did say that like uh, uh, if you're on like an SSRI, it could affect it. Which I haven't been on an SSRI in like a year and a half, like a, a antidepressant or anything. Right. I've, I've been off of that shit for a long time, so that couldn't be it. Um, I, I did the diet, like I did everything proper. I just like, I feel like, I feel like I got the placebo or something. But yeah, again, it was it was kind of tough to like, it was tough to complain because I was in I was in fucking like in paradise basically, like just hanging out and sitting around with like some pretty laid back people. But uh, yeah, I don't know. The next morning, I woke up and we watched the sunrise at like five in the morning because I I couldn't really sleep that night. And uh, we woke up and watched the sunrise, and this like stray dog came down onto the beach out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> it was just like hanging out with us all of a sudden. So, are you that, sure? Or were you hallucinating it? No, I was gonna say maybe that was my spirit animal that was coming to me. But no, yeah, no, that was real. That was real. But the, I mean, the trip was great. Like the trip was the trip was a blast, man. I went swimming in like a they're called these cenotes. Uh, um, they're like giant underground water caverns, like huh. five like five hundred foot deep fucking caverns with like Where, what part of the country was this we were in the yucatan peninsula which is okay. like yeah, it's yeah. actually like right around cancun and then like we flew into cancun and we drove south for like two hours and we stayed mostly around there and then we drove north uh for the last two days and stayed in cancun right huh um yeah i bought some weed off this guy that called it scooby-doo which i thought was hysterical so he's like do you want some scooby-doo and i'm like the cartoon 
and he's like, no, no, no. And he got really offended. That I didn't know what it was. But he's like, the smoke, man, the smoke. And then I thought, like, maybe I shouldn't buy it from this guy because I don't think he even knows what he's talking about. But I did. Right, right. And it worked out pretty well. It worked out pretty well. <laughs> I don't know. It was, a, it was a good time. The Airbnbs, the Airbnbs were all, like, crazy fucking nice, man. I guess we were coming in at the very beginning of, like, the fear of people beginning, like, people not wanting to travel and stuff because the uh, there was, like, cancellations at the last minute. And we got, like, a, at least one of the places was canceled at the last minute. And we booked it because it was canceled. Right. But it, I mean, they were fucking beautiful places, man. Like, we stayed at, like... We stayed at like the really the higher end Airbnbs that were available. Uh, oh shit, my light just went out of my house. We stayed at the, the higher end ones that were available for like a really good price. I mean, we didn't pay more than a hundred bucks a night for any place that we were there. Right. We had like entire houses to ourselves. Like one had like a rooftop fucking pool with like a, a jacuzzi on the on the bottom floor. Um, oh my god, it was it was crazy. It's it's almost shitty in some ways to stay at a nice place. Because it actually detracts from the experience. Because, like, if you want to go back to the place, then you're not experiencing the place that you're visiting. Say, wait, say that again. Like, if you if you stay at a nice place, you're gonna you're gonna want to go back to the place that you're staying at, which will take away from experiencing the place you're going to visit in the first place. Oh, sure, sure. Uh. Yeah, in a way. I mean, in a way. I mean, but we we didn't we went out like both nights that we were at this place in the jungle, this like jungle house with the rooftop pool and shit. We went out into town like we got we rented these mopeds, which is actually the inspiration for the bike I I just bought. But we rented these mopeds, and uh, we took them into town like both nights, and we had a blast, man. Like we went to stay in a we were staying outside of it's called Value 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 Deed. Okay. Which is like a like two and a half hours like south west of cancun just right. in the middle of the yucatan jungle like it's like as it's like as mexico as mexico can get i guess i mean it's like there's it's really not a lot of tourist stuff there's there's these like cenotes that they're called like the giant underground pools right and the only thing that's really of note out there is um uh chitza chichen itza which is the one of the new um, yep. wonders of the world yeah yeah, that's all they have going on there. I mean, like, not to say that there's that's like not a big thing to see, but like that's the only attraction within like within any kind of like distance that you want to check out, really. But it was it was a blast, man. People were really cool. Everybody was super friendly down there. Nobody seemed to know or care what the fuck uh, COVID nineteen was while we were there. And uh, yeah, I mean, like, it was great. It was really cheap. Well, there's too. Like, like almost no cases of it in Mexico either. At the time, there was one, um, but when we left, there was like it had like gone up quite considerably and actually now yesterday or today yesterday i think they closed down the indefinitely they closed down the mexican u.s uh border for uh anything except for like uh extraordinary circumstances like they closed down for regular travel you can't you can no longer pass between there for now right right so i don't know but yeah it was a it was a good time like i want to go back i didn't think i would enjoy mexico that much but it was it was really nice man it was really nice i got a nice tan like oh man I'm disappointed that I don't get to see it. <laughs> I had, uh, had some churros. We we did nothing but eat like authentic food. Like we went to like street vendors, and um, we went out to like when we went out, we went out to like pretty nice places. But but yeah, every like the the peso to dollar conversion, like the the dollar is very strong against the peso. Right. Um, so to like we, I mean, we kind of like lived like kings for like the brief time we were there. Like the whole the entire trip cost me like maybe a third of what the trip that I took like last year to Europe cost for the same period of time, like same time frame that we were gone, like seven days. And it cost me about a third, almost a third of the trip. I think a third of the cost. I mean, 
Yeah, it's it's like we've had this discussion a bunch, but it's like it's definitely cheaper to travel than it is to like vacation locally. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I I would not hesitate to go back there. Huh. And I got another stamp in my passport, so I'm filling up my passport re- relatively quickly, considering I never left the country until uh, August of last year. How's the, uh, how's the, how was the food there? Uh, it was, it was good. Um, most of the places we, okay, so I spent like, when I lived in, I used to live in Nevada a couple of years, like going back three, four years, four years ago now. And I right. spent like two and a half years uh, using this app Duolingo to learn Spanish. And I thought I had a pretty good handle on it. Like I, I can't, I'm very, I'm, I'm poor to terrible at con, like conversing in it, but understanding it and reading it, I thought I was like, thought I had a good handle on it. Not the case, like not the case at all. So I, I struggled to read most of the menus that we were looking at because again, we weren't staying in like touristy areas. So they didn't have like the English translation on there. And I had to like look up the words and stuff. So I just guessed, I kind of like just threw some shit together and like, and just like ordered off the cuff sometimes. But um, it was all really good. I mean, we, I realized that every single dish there gets served with tortilla chips. Like you get nachos with everything. Right. Uh, like th- it'll be like, like an egg, an egg omelet with like uh, refried beans, rice, and tortillas, or, or I'm sorry, tortillas and tortilla chips next to it with your eggs. Like everything is fucking tortilla chips, man. Right. Right. Um, the hot sauces are extraordinarily fucking hot. Like I've never, I've, I've eaten, like, I like hot things. I like spicy things. And I thought like I had, I thought I would like, uh, was, had a pretty solid stomach for that shit, but right. I've just, I've never tasted anything like some of the shit I was, I was putting on my chips over there. Like just ridiculously, like regretfully fucking hot. Like hot without flavor or just. Yeah. Like heat without just heat for for heat's right. sake. Like right. it would be like a, like a clear liquid almost, which, which kind of scared me to begin with. And it would come with like a pile of chips next to it. Right. So, so I went and I picked up a spoonful of it and like poured a spoonful on my chip. Well, you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to like gently dip in the corner of it, I guess. So I had a spoonful of this stuff on my chip. I put it in my mouth and like, I started crying. I was like coughing. My face apparently turned like bright red. Like I was choking and shit. I don't know. It was, I don't know, man. Huh. Something else. The food was pretty good though. The food was pretty good. Um, I got found some like amazing coffee. This actually, I found this place where this uh, this guy who his business partner is from New Jersey, but I don't know where he's from. But they, he's li- <laughs> he's lived down there for like 15 years now. Okay. In, in Quintana Roo. Um, All right. And he had a little him and his girlfriend have a little bed and breakfast, like with like five bedroom hotel and like just like they they call it the best coffee in town. So they have this like Italian uh, wood burning espresso maker in the back. Right. And they, he like showed it to us. He's like, do you want, like, I was like, Oh, how's the coffee? And he's like, uh, tell, let me tell you about this machine. He's like, do you want to see it? And he was super fucking excited to show me. So I had to look at it. It was like, it was pretty fucking beautiful, man. And it made a goddamn delicious Americano. But, so, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Are you smelling your own shit? My dog just fucking farted. And- <laughs> Oh my god, dude! What the fuck? Oh, it's it feels like he shit in my nostrils directly. Oh, fucking hell! The disappointing thing about this this lack of uh, working video thing for me is I actually spent like three or four minutes like straightening up my my office before like I logged in here just to in make case sure it was presentable. Well, I just didn't want to have like fucking like a, I don't know like a dildo or some shit sitting in the background that people didn't need to see. Right, right, right. And now I'm just sitting here like a. Unless you're just fucking fucking with me, and you actually see what I'm doing right now. No, I don't see anything. No. 
I could I could share my screen so I'll you could see what I'll I see. From, from pulling my dick out either way. Let's see. Share. Share desktop. Share. Oh wow. Yep. That's it, huh? It's just just blackness. Shit. How do I stop doing this now? I don't know. It gives me some options to click some buttons over here. Mute. No. Full screen. Chat. Oh shit, what is this? What have you done? Pin video. There you go. Pin video. That brought you back up to full screen. How do I But now I have a little video of me in their corner. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Now I have like me, like what I have your desktop in my lower left corner and I have never mind, it doesn't matter. It's it's not good radio. (laughs) I stop video, pin video. Yeah, I use pin video to like pull up that thing. What the fuck is this? Now I just see your face looking all like. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? It's like, hold on. You cannot share the screen while the other participant is sharing. Oh, fuck. I'm trying to not share the screen. It's not letting me stop. It's just a picture of you. It's like your profile shot of you just looking up like into the, like looking like presidential. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Start video. Start oh, it just went away. Shit. It was video. like it was like if you were like a Chinese dictator and you had like a profile photo for like Facebook, that would be your profile photo. You had Wait, like, is is my desktop gone? No, I can see you now. Yeah, I just see you again. Oh, okay, good. But no, like it was just like you're like it was like we'll be right back, but it was like your face looking like super serious <laughs> looking off into the sky. <laughs> it's fucking hysterical. Ah, oh, fucking hell. Oh, shit. I fucking... Ah, I have an... Uh, fuck. I just realized that we could have did this with intro music because there's an option to share the computer sound. Oh, shit. Well, this is, uh, this is what? Uh, After Dinner Mints 10... What is it? 103. Remote sessions number one. So yeah, maybe remote, remote sessions number two will go better. End, end of the world fucking podcast. This is like... I don't think this is Armageddon, but I think this is like the dress rehearsal for Armageddon. Like the next thing, it's going to fucking kill us and, and we're not going to stand a chance. Do you think when they look back on the history books on the, the, this moment that it's going to be considered like a plague? Dude, I don't think there's going to be history books <laughs> to look back on for this moment. I, I, think, uh, I, think, I, I think this is a fucking forewarning. I think this is like, this is what's this is like what's to come and it's going to be worse. That's why I bought a motorbike, man. I don't trust transportation, the train trains or transportation anymore. I need to transfer it myself. I'm keeping the fucking gas gauges at, in both my cars, like pinged all the way full, just the fucking case. Uh, my, my bike only has two gallons of a gas tank. I got to like get some reserve gas, gas cans. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the. I almost like it doesn't feel real. That like all that all that's going on in the world right now kind of feels like very surreal. Yeah, it feels surreal, and I'm also fucking tired of it. Like, <laughs> just I'm just tired of being fucking stuck here and not being able to leave because I don't ever like being here in the first place. So I I don't know. I don't I don't like being home ever. So this is like yeah, absolute hell to me. 
I don't, I don't mind it, but like, I mean, there's a, it's like too much of a, too much of anything is, is too much for me. Yeah. It gets really fucking old, but, uh, I was planning on after this podcast, I'm going to watch that 2011 movie contagion. Are you, are you familiar with this movie? I, I'm familiar <laughs> with the concept. It's like it was on. Uh, I was at a, over Amanda's house last night. And we were like turned on Netflix for a minute, and it was like the the number. I'm one I'm sure movie it's like the number one trending movie because what the fuck? Why wouldn't it be? Of course, because it's it's exactly what we're going through right now. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't really know how to feel about this all. Like, part of me wants to like live live reckless and free right now. Like, like you know, like. I wouldn't be surprised if people start looting the streets like a week from now, like looting the fucking the city and shit like that. Right. So it's not going to take much, man. That's why they're going to do all these lockdowns anyway. Cause the, uh, in California, they were saying like the, the concern is that the police force won't be able to handle the people because the police force is going to get more limited, uh, as the people get sick and shit and they're not going to be able to handle all the people and a, just to keep the fucking or B, I mean, just to keep the viral disease at bay. But like, because if you have everybody like sitting at home, it's much more easier to manage your community than it is if you just have everybody running the streets and shit. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Yeah, things are not going to go well. Like in fucking, in our restaurants in the Bronx, because like all of the, you know, reasonable people are like staying indoors. We're left with like nothing but the absolute fucking lunatics. So like maybe it was like two days ago. Like, all in one day, we had somebody come in and, like, smash all the signs in the dining room. And then we had somebody uh, push all the cash registers off the counter. Um, The same place? The same place. The (laughs) the next day, we had somebody jump the counter and pull pull a gun on somebody for telling them that the bathrooms were closed. Um, And later that day, we had a guy in a wheelchair come in and start placing an order and tell the cashier he had coronavirus and spit in her face and then leave. Are you serious? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. He came up and he, he, she, there's video of the whole thing. Cause you know, obviously the fucking whole place is wired with video cameras, but he like rolls up in the fucking dining room, rolls up to the counter and she's like, you know, what can I get for you? And he's like, uh, like burger and a coffee. And she's like, okay. She's like hamburger, cheeseburger. He's like, fucking burger and a coffee bitch and then he fucking just spit right in her face goes fuck you i got coronavirus and then left god damn like just rolled right out the fucking front door while she's like screaming and wiping spit out of her face like in my in my experience so far i mean i I don't work in retail or any kind of situation where i'd be interacting with the public like that so it doesn't really i guess it's not the same but like i've only experienced people um in a panic for groceries but really kind of just being more if anything being nicer to each other than oh hell no hell no no i don't know man i was gonna maybe i got the the anomaly maybe i have like the weird interactions or some shit but people are being nice to each other online but they are not being nice to each other in public i mean i was in fucking wegmans the other day and people are screaming at each other over like boxes of spaghetti oh yeah it was it's like it's fucking mayhem dude i went to the grocery store friday yes uh, yesterday morning so it's like friday morning at like 8 a.m right and usually, like, I mean, where I live is um, the the median age is probably, like, 30, 30 to 40 years old. Like, 30 to 50 years old, I would guess. So, like, most people are working during the day, right? Nobody goes to Acme at 8 a.m. but me. And um, the fucking place was, like, there was, like, 
like 40 Max. foot 40 fucking uh, mile lines out the door out of every line every single line was like 40 people deep man it was crazy there was no paper products there was no meat products there was no eggs there was no cheese it was ridiculous and the shit they did have like the jelly like okay there'll be like you know strawberry jelly and grape jelly are sold out but they have like some fucking peach marmalade over there that nobody wants fucking peach marmalade that peach marmalade has been like a it's been a fucking like calling card for this week for me so far the staple of your diet <laughs> no, I didn't get the peach marmalade. I already had jelly, man. I had strawberry jelly in my fridge. Dude, I just bought like a shit ton of eggs. And then like, this is my strategy, right? Because like, we're not going to run out of food. Dude, like our food production's way too fucking high. We're not going to run out of food. What we are is we're going to run out of fucking healthy truck drivers to deliver the food. Yeah. But fucking like we produce, we legitimately produce enough food that we could like wipe out half of world hunger like with our over with our surplus and well, yeah you know, we we waste like 60 or 65 percent of the food we produce right yeah we're just terrible um but regardless fucking i'm not worried about running out of food i'm sure when everybody's like holed up over the next week and like you know they're they're fine because they're overstocked that i'm going to be able to get to the store and get what i need and i could still order the groceries online but my preliminary strategy was I'm just going to buy a shit ton of eggs, right? Because I, one, I already eat a ton of eggs. Fucking two, chickens lay eggs every day. <laughs> so this is actually, this is part of my logic. Chickens lay eggs every day. The reason you know that you can eat the eggs is because if they're kept, if the hens are kept separate from the roosters, they're not pregnant. They're just laying eggs. So you get eggs. So there's not going to be like, you know, a run out of them, but I have like a good week and a half before I need to buy more. And then I ordered online a bunch of dry goods that I can make shit out of eggs with. So like <laughs> pancake mix and flour and fucking, you know, shit like that, that like, I'm not even like worried about like Amazon Whole Foods. Like I'm just getting it straight from Amazon. So it's like just sitting in their warehouse and it comes here and it's fine. And I'm not worried about not having anything to eat. So that's, oh, man. that's what I did. That shit is not sitting in their warehouse anymore. I must have got to the Prime Pantry like two days after you did because by the time I got there, like, I don't know what time it was, like a couple of days ago, I ordered uh, like 50, 50 or 60 bucks of stuff off of Prime Pantry. I couldn't find like, they would, you know how they have like categories, like um, prepackaged meals or whatever. They're, I mean, they were yeah. like mostly empty. And the ones that they did have a couple of things of were like fucking peach marmalade. Like there was next to nothing in there. And what they did have, like, like evaporated milk was extremely limited in the quantities you could purchase. So I didn't really, I mean, I tried for a long time to spend more than 50 bucks, but I couldn't find, couldn't fucking find shit that I would actually eat that would, that would, uh, that would hold here. So I figured I wouldn't, I'm not going to starve to death. I'm not really worried about that, but I'm worried about fucking like losing my mind from being, uh, you know, from like being in this house by myself all the time. Yeah. That's the fucking, that's the downside. So I've just been like jumping in the car and fucking driving aimlessly nowhere. And then I get to a certain point. I'm like, I'm just burning gas now. So I just fucking go home. But like twice a day, I wind up taking like a drive where I go like an hour in one direction and then drive back. Like, but it's dude, it's nonstop. I'm like yesterday I was on either conference calls or video chats like this from fucking 8, 15 AM straight through to like 6, 30 PM without a break, like without a single break from one call to the next to the next and some of them were overlapping and it like it didn't stop and it wasn't going to stop and 
it's fucking I don't know, man. It's a nightmare. I don't like this shit. No, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna join you on those rides. I mean, not literally, but I'm gonna when a Monday when I get that motorcycle or motorbike, whatever, I'm gonna be fucking going somewhere at least. I gotta yeah, get so out where, of this house. Where'd you get that from? Uh, I got it, like bought it online. Um, it's actually getting so it's getting shipped to my parents' house because it needs to get dropped off in an 18 wheeler. Like they have like a a truck drop right, it off, you know? Right. Yeah. And I live on a very small street in the side of the city, like in the city, like a one-way street in the city. Yeah. That you could barely squeeze a fucking, like a compact car down. So I couldn't get it dropped off here. So I had to get it dropped off there and I have to drive it back here. Can you ride that over the bridge? Is it legal to? Def- uh, define legal. New Jersey would say no. Pennsylvania would, would shrug their shoulders. Like the law, um, I need to have a driver's license and a permit. Or no, I need to have it registered. I need to have it registered and plates to drive it in New Jersey. Not in Pennsylvania. So how are you going to get it back? I'm going to cross my fingers and cruise out in New Jersey and hope that nobody sees me, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. What the fuck? That's rolling, I mean, I, it's rolling the dice pretty fucking hard. I don't think that the DMV open at this point. Like, I don't think that's a necessary thing. Oh, yeah, you're right. The DMVs are closed. So I got to get it to I gotta, I gotta get to PA where they have the driver's license center or whatever. I got to get it. Like, I have to get plates for it, but I'm not going to be able to do that right away. I'm not going to leave it at my parents' house. So I'm just going to, like, just fly off the cuff and cross my fingers and hope that I get it there but I can't take it on highways it goes 55 miles an hour but I only can go I can't go on highways with it yeah you have to take it over like the little small bridges and then dude it's gonna take you forever to get fucking back if you don't take the highway I can't take the highway man I'm not taking I'm not fucking not taking the highway back with that thing plus I have to like break it in I have to break the engine in so I'm supposed to go half of the speed (laughs) so I'm supposed to go like 30 miles an hour for the first like x amount of miles you know what the fuck so yeah it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a journey to get back to my house in philadelphia yeah no fucking can't i'm trying to like map out in my brain how you're even gonna do that i mean <clears throat> i know how to do it but it ain't quick well i'm just gonna throw it in google maps and put avoid tolls and avoid highways on there and i'll see what's what huh it's gonna be an adventure man I, I don't know i'm looking forward to it but now i'm actually kind of concerned that they're not gonna drop it off because they say i don't know if like a shipping service is a mandatory uh essential business or essential service or whatever i mean, I mean the mail they're, is they're being pretty loose on that shit yeah i hope they fucking i hope they do because they don't want to shut down i don't i think at least uh at least like most of the government doesn't want to shut down like industry in general they're, that's their biggest concern is like shutting down fucking private industry and like having the economy crash let's see i i have to i have to fucking I have to figure out how how you would do this. Oh, to to take the the trip or whatever. Yeah, avoid avoid tolls. How do I do this? Let's see, cars. Um, it doesn't say. I do have a helmet though, so there's that. Excuse me. Options: avoid tolls. Avoid highways. <laughs> I don't want to know how long it it's still been. it still tells you you have to take thirteen one and two thirty two, all of which are highways. Really, you have to take Route One is what is the road? Yeah. Oh, because you come in through North Philly, right? I guess. Shit, like the like the. No, it still has you going out of going over one through Jersey. Well, I don't really know how I'm going to do this then, but right now it's like, I mean, it's not the, it's not the biggest thing on my mind, but it is up there on my mind. Like how I'm going to accomplish this. No, you'll uh, take, you got You'll take the Calhoun street bridge over. Oh, I, I'm looking at it right now on your screen. Oh, you can see it again. 
Yeah, I just made it big. Um, because I had that little window in the bottom corner. Now you're in the bottom corner, and that your screen is big. My screen should not still be sharing. I clicked to end that, but whatever. Yeah, I'm looking. So at it right you would take. Let's see. This is not fucking interesting to anybody listening to this. You would take Calhoun Street over, and you take Big Oak. You take all the fucking roads that are not the main roads. So you would take Big Oak to Oxford Valley Road. This is going to be a journey, man. Holy shit. Yeah, you would take, you could take, yeah, you you would take 513, which is, is a county road, so it's not a highway. You take it all the way to, yeah, so this is like, yeah, so you'd be in, you'd you take it all the way to Torsdale. Damn. And the then, inspiration for this was like was in Mexico, these little scooters that we rented. <coughs> which like excuse me. Which maxed out at like <coughs> sixty kilometers per right. hour, which I think is like thirty thirty five miles an hour, I think. <coughs> Sorry, it's that coronavirus. Actually <coughs> I just hit my vaporizer, that's what it was. <coughs> which I now realize when I go out in public, if I'm like, if I vape or whatever, if I like hit my little weed vaporizer and I start coughing like that, right. I seem like fucking patient zero. Like I must seem like patient zero. <laughs> like, get the fuck away from me. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. <clears throat> but yeah, the inspiration, this was all born out of like the trip to Mexico and those, those fucking mopeds were awesome. So what's your like what is your long term mid to long term plan like for like how are you gonna stay sane for the next like week, two, three, four weeks? I I, I don't. I, <coughs> I feel like I'm gonna go I, I don't know if I could survive this and not because I'm gonna get sick, because I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. Oh because, dude I, like canceled <laughs> like concerts are getting canceled, fucking everything's getting canceled, man. Yeah. I mean outside of the whole fucking coronavirus fucking <laughs> you know, societal psychosis that everyone's experiencing. Like my personal life is an absolute fucking shit show. So like if, if I got coronavirus and it killed me, I would be welcoming of that just so that I just don't have to put up with horseshit anymore. I'm just, I'm just tired of fucking dealing with people's bullshit. So if that happened, good. The thing is like, as young healthy strapping gentlemen that we are i think i there's an off chance like I've, i haven't been i've been like keeping mostly to myself the last week for this reason but there's an off chance that like i may have picked it up coming home from mexico right like sure. we were on a, like a little airplane with a bunch of people and shit and um i don't know how much of it was psych- like like psychological but the next day i had uh like the next day the next afternoon like maybe almost a day and a half later i had like a, a runny nose that just started like out of nowhere and it wouldn't stop and then i had like right. a sneezing fit like i sneezed all night long and I, um, my nephew was coming down to the city, right? He was supposed to come down that night. So my sister called me up like, and she's like, um, listen, like you just came back from another country. I don't think my, I don't think your nephew should come down because I don't want him to get like, in case you have it, I don't want him to get it. Right. I went she, out of my way. She refers to him as your nephew. When she's I don't want, if I say, his, if I say his name, like, I don't think you say his name, but fucking that was just, anyway, go ahead. If like, so, um, so she's like, she's like, I don't think he should come like, because you know, I'm worried about him getting it or whatever, right. In case you have it. Right. So I went out of my way to convince her that, like, if I have it, then he already has it, right? 
like he already had so like i interacted with um my mom was watching my cat while i was going like she came in and right. checked on the cat like once or twice so she had the the one of the two keys to my house so i had to meet her like before i came back and got the key to my house to come back in so she picked us up at the airport like me and amanda and um so i explained to my sister like I already like was in contact with my, with, you know, with our mom and she was in contact with your son. So if, if I'm going to give it to him, I already did give it to him. Right. Like, like, like an asshole, I convinced her. And then right. like later that day, like he actually comes down and he gets here and my nose is running like a faucet and I'm sneezing all over the place. And I'm like, I feel like an asshole. And I was ready to call my sister and be like, look, I don't think he should be here anymore. If, if like, if I did give it to him and it was then like, she would have fucking killed me. Like, because I, I went out of right. my way to convince her that it's okay. But, um, no, I mean, like, there's an off chance, like, they say a lot of the symptoms are really, like, you get it, and it could be really quick, it could be as little as, like, a little cough, or a little, like, a little runny nose, or something. Right, but then, on the other hand, they say that some of the symptoms are, like, fucking painstaking, they say, they say, like, you know, you're, when you breathe, it feels like your lungs are filled with, like, broken glass, and it's, like, what, what do you believe, because you hear the fucking opposite, like, anything you hear, you will hear the opposite before the day's over. Symptoms are mild. It's not a big deal. It only matters if you have a weak immune system. Symptoms are fucking hellish, and it's impossible to survive. Kids don't get it. Holy shit, kids get it. Fucking, yeah, it's like everything you hear contradicts everything else you hear. So it's like, how do you know what to do? You Like, how do you know if you fucking have the sniffles or if you have a fucking disease that's going to wipe out fucking 5% of the population? I thought it was like closer to 10, but yeah, you're right. You're right. This is a little bit on topic, a little bit off topic. I've like, um, I've had this idea to, do you know, you know, the Busta Rhyme song? Um, uh, I've got you all in check. It's like, woo-ha, I've got you yeah, all in yeah, check. Yeah. I was thinking about remaking it with the <laughs> Wuhan, right? <laughs> and I wouldn't really know where to go with it after that. But I keep like, in my head, I keep hearing Busta Rhymes go, Wuhan, Wuhan, I got you all in check. I don't know what to do with this. Please do that. <laughs> please. And please, please put it on YouTube. And okay. I'll, I'll be sure like, to do that. With, But you have to be in the video. Oh, of course. Like, yeah. You, sh- you should just. You should just. <laughs> you should just get the original video and just superimpose, <laughs> just superimpose your face on it. <laughs> I have After Effects. I can easily do that. <laughs> just, just super info, impose your face and your voice, and then fucking also superimpose yourself like being doing like an overtly racist Asian impression, <laughs> <laughs> like into the video, and, and <laughs> wearing like a face mask and coughing, and fucking that's it. That's all you gotta do. It's all. That's it's three steps. You could just recycle like those three things over and over throughout the video, superimposed, and and it may be the funniest thing ever fucking done. It's a, uh, it's something that normally would be like a good idea, right? I'd be like, that's a good idea. If only I had time to do that. But now it's like I have nothing but fucking time at this point. Nobody like every, but time. Everything is closed down, so shit, man. Might as well. And YouTube is the only like social media I actually haven't like. I don't have like a, I don't use Facebook or Twitter or any of that shit anymore. So. By default, because I have Google, uh, like an Android phone, I have YouTube, you know? I mean, is YouTube really... I, I go back and forth on this. Like, YouTube is kind of trying to be social media, but it's not really social media. I mean, it's... I think you could argue either way. They're, like, people do... 
people are are social with they do share their own videos and shit and they there is like a it's it's largely based on like a comment system like a lot of the interactions are yeah the comment so. threads and shit like that but yeah. i don't know it's it's argue it's arguable but like for me it, that's as social as, I, as i'll get probably i mean i'm yeah. not going into those other things so the fucking they they're changing it to be like you know, they have like YouTube stories now, like there's Instagram stories, but like they're really the only site that was never challenged by like something else, right? Like, you know, like... Oh, Vimeo. Vimeo was the only like, even Vimeo was like... But not really, man. <coughs> Fucking, you know, like MySpace was overtaken by Facebook, was overtaken by Twitter. You know, nothing really like Snapchat kind of came and went and fucking, you know periscope came and went and so did uh what the fuck is periscope periscope was like the video site and vine vine came oh, and went vine, vine, was, vine was the shit vine was actually awesome yeah vine, vine was, was the shit that was like people experimenting with a new technology like artists experimenting with a new technology in so many ways man there was what people did with vine videos was like art yeah vine, what, what some people did with art vine, with vine, was, vine was awesome yeah it really was um didn't they get bought by somebody or did they just shut down I think they just I think they got bought by somebody who shut them down. Oh, just as they were a competitor or something? Yeah. But um YouTube is really the only one that like never never had like a uh, a real like considerable rival. Like yeah, yeah there's Vimeo, but fucking Vimeo is like really more of like a platform for like educational content than it is like a real video platform. Like, they, remember, use, like they use that to like host like company training videos and shit like that oh i i know vimeo as like a music video site like mo, like a lot of times i would see music videos on there when i wouldn't find them on youtube or something for a while at least but i, I haven't used i haven't i can't recall the last time i've seen a vimeo video so i don't know yeah well didn't didn't yeah. fucking vimeo get onto youtube what do you or mean that but, like like there's a vimeo page on youtube let me see. Can you put a YouTube video? Like Facebook has a Twitter. Do you know Facebook has a Twitter, right? Like at Facebook yeah. is the Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. fucking stupid. Oh, I guess not. What are they fucking? When you go to YouTube, though. Your, uh, your audio. Hey, man, your audio is starting to cut in and out a little bit. How about now? No, it's like, I think it's the it's the signal. Do you have, is there a way to like, um. Oh, you know what it is? It's we're probably approaching the end of the meeting, so they're going to kill the audio. Yeah, so we just, like, pause it and come back into another episode? Uh, Yeah, we could do that. So you want to kill this episode and do 104? Well, yeah. All right, man. All right. Later. All right. Later.